Oh, it started recording in the middle of my coffee sip. Hello, it is windy as heck here um, in the Midwest. We tend to complain about the wind or the humidity. I was reading um, uh, Twitter, uh, I think it was Midwest vs. Everybody. I love following them, so if you're on Twitter, go follow Midwest vs. Everybody. Uh, they're hilarious. But they were posting some comments about how Midwesterners don't mind the temperature change. We just complain about the humidity in the summer. We complain about the wind in the winter. And sure enough, the other day, it was 33 degrees out, sunny, no wind, and I had my windows down the whole trip. Today, it's 33 degrees out and windy and cloudy, and I have felt like I need to be bundled up and take a nap and never leave my house again. That being said, it's the perfect afternoon for a little bit of coffee and a podcast, and I want to talk about hair again. Um, I've been doing the last few podcasts on hair. Uh, it's been a good topic. I don't know if I'll stay on it for very much longer, uh, and I'll probably come back to it. I just want to talk about when to adjust your products, how to kind of test some theories out on your hair, and start to get to know things better, so after more after your transition period. Today we went to Costco, and I just had to say on here that that place is hilarious to me. The fact that we pay money, and then we go in, and they're always, like, treating you like a criminal. Like, you walk to the door, and they want to double-check to make sure you even belong there. And we take two cards, so I'm always waiting on my husband. He never gets his card out ahead of time like I would, but I'm waiting on him to get his card out. So they're looking at me like I shouldn't be there. But the thing is, is, like, they're going to check it again at checkout. Like, you have to have a card to even check out. And you can't go anywhere in the store without going through the entire process. Like, even getting through the line is insane because everybody wants to line up and not go all the way through. So it's like a bottleneck. But they still treat it like you're going to sneak in and then, what, steal a box of granola bars? I mean, these boxes are huge. We're, we're not talking small items you can slip in a pocket. And then after you do check out, you get checked at the door. Like, they're basically patting down your cart to make sure you didn't steal anything. To make sure everything in your cart came through the checkout line, which people are pulling out of your cart to put on the belt. There's literally no point in time where you were treated like you're going to have some kind of honest... Like, I just want to know what people are stealing from there. What kind of bad experience do they have that they're going to pat all their customers down? Today, we bought a pizza, and on the way out, I, I set the box of pizza on my cart, and we gave her the... Uh, receipt for both carts and she said oh you have two carts and then she looked at the box of pizza like I was hiding and I said oh sorry and I picked up the box and she didn't even make a joke she just looked through checked off all the things handed the receipt back and I just I don't know because we still like to go there and we're still gonna probably pay our membership I think that comes up in May or something and uh, it's almost a weekly trip for us and the people there are so grouchy I mean and I don't mean the people working there I mean the people visiting there are in a hurry and you can't be in a hurry when you have huge carts and when everybody's trying to make decisions you're limited to products and if you buy a product there you're buying 50 of the product so it's not like an easy decision you're gonna pay you know twenty dollars for 35 granola bars and that if you don't like the granola bars they last you like four weeks we go for the wings we really like their wings um, I have a couple recipes on the blog for great wings. Oh my goodness, the lemon pepper wings. If you haven't tried to make those, they are so good, guys. They're so good. The lemon pepper and the sweet chili cha-cha right now are my favorites. Um, I've been working on a hot wings recipe, like a, a buffalo wings recipe, but I don't have it quite where I want it yet. Um, but I, I love wings. Um, I also like to get granola bars from them. <laughs> 
So those boxes are 35. They do have some kinds I love. Now, there was a kind that we didn't like, and that was a long box to go through. But most of their boxes, their Kirkland brand, are really chewy and good. The kids like them a lot. I like to get coffee there. Oh, shoot. I didn't grind my coffee. That's another thing. Why do they sell whole bean coffee? There's no ground option. And then I have to remember after I check out to go grind it, and I almost always forget. It's like 50% of the time. And if I forget, that means I have to do it at home with my bullet. And it's a huge hassle because I also make baby food with my bullet. So I'm trying to make sure it's all the way dried out by the time I need to grind another ba small bag of coffee. First world problems, guys. But still, it, it's just ah, it's just another thing. It's another thing to remember. But anyways, I like the coffee they sell. It tastes good. It's a really good price per bag. Everybody goes for their wine, but I, I, I don't know. I haven't found their wine to be a great deal, and it's definitely not my favorite flavors. So I'm not a big wine person from Costco. Yeah, I like their, uh, I like to get paper products there sometimes. I definitely like to get toilet paper. Occasionally, like, dishwasher pods go on sale. I buy those big, like, containers of, like, 100 dishwasher pods. That's kind of awesome. They don't have the right laundry detergent and stuff for me. They're, they're, it's a very limited selection. You know what's bad, I and I don't get this, is their produce. Their meat is expensive, which, okay, maybe it's good meat. I mean, we buy some of it, like I said, the chicken wings, salmon, that's about it. But their produce, man, I, if you've ever bought their produce, not only do you get way too much of it, and we all know that our produce always goes bad anyways, like we're going to buy that bag of, uh, I don't know, lettuce or that thing of broccoli, and it's going to go bad before we can use it most of the time. And so let's go to Costco and buy double the amount at a at not even a good price. It's not like we're buying it cheaper. I don't understand their produce. Every time I walk by there, I just wonder what in the world is happening. And when I have bought produce from Costco, it's usually either not ripe enough, and so it's really green, like their pineapples, or their potatoes. Oh, no, I'm never buying potatoes there. Or it goes bad, like super fast, like avocados, gone papaya's gone like most of their stuff just does not last now well not everything though i did buy tomatoes there that i really like they have like a multi-blend they're not they're they're expensive they're not cheap peppers are uh, their peppers are okay but their peppers aren't cheap either and i do you know what i do like to buy there i like to buy their already cut like the french green beans i think for like two pounds it's like four dollars which isn't super cheap for green beans, but they're already cut, so I don't have to do much work at home, and that saves me a lot of time, which is awesome. So that's the one produce thing I do buy regularly. We like all the samples. The kids go around and get samples for all the whole time. They just go with, my husband just takes the kid, a cart full of kids, and they go get samples, and yeah, I can't handle the stress of samples. Like, my kid's yelling at me to like, oh, I want to try that one, I want to try that one, and then you go get four of them, and the lady looks at you like you're nuts, because... <laughs> You're taking four <laughs> and then the kids are all like half of them don't even want to try whatever you know cheese or juice or, they're getting better though my kids definitely try more things than they used to but I mean they live for samples at Costco we don't do a lot of our grocery shopping there but we definitely have done enough to make it worth it I think we've more than paid for our membership this year in rewards so it's been decent and and they don't sponsor me on this podcast in fact I don't know if they ever would because obviously I don't I'm not completely in love with their brand, but there's some things, there's some things that are good there, and then there's some things that I don't know why they do it the way they do it, but, um, 
So let's talk about when it's time to change products. You, If you've been following my podcast, um, I think I'll be putting up blogs with these. Um, you started Curly Girl, or at least you're thinking about it. You get through transition. I highly recommend you, you start and start working through transition before you listen to this or before you even start worrying about changing products. The most alluring thing when you're doing Curly Girl is maybe this will be my golden my golden ticket you know product or maybe this is my uh, the the group calls it the holy grail product maybe this will be the one that changes my hair and it's true you will find products that work amazing for you and techniques that are perfect but it's going to take time and chances are early on changing products won't do anything because it's not the products that are the problem your hair is damaged and that's okay you're going to work on reversing that damage but you have to be patient the more stressed out you get about this i can guarantee the worse your hair is going to get because there's something about stress that literally will affect your body and it'll affect your outlook on how you're doing so just I know it sounds easy, and I've been through it, so I'm not saying this, you know, flippantly. Relax. Just know that your hair will get better, and you're going to have to be patient with it. Um, Pull it up. I gave some tips in the last video or the last podcast for how to get through transition, but pull it up. Add bobby pins, add a headband, add a hat. Do what you need to do to get through that period. And when you start, when you've been into the the process for a few months, and... You've been keeping it simple and using your, you know, two, maybe three products, maybe just one. I mean, you could just use a conditioner. Um, When you've been doing that consistently, then it's time to start looking at, okay, what should I add? What should I take away? What should I change out? And so you're going to start by thinking about what your what your first goal is and you don't want to attack your hair as like everything about my hair needs to change no look at it as one thing i want to reduce frizz i want to increase curl definition meaning i want them to bounce higher and not be so elongated or maybe i want to elongate them more maybe they're too bouncy for my taste it's, it's going to be your taste too some people like their hair frizzy and poofy and that's fine i mean it's all about what you like in your hair and working within that to get what feels good to you and looks good to you and just is healthy for your hair. Um, another thing you might be trying to do is get better clumps. Clumps are when you have a group of hair that comes together to form a curl. So you'll notice that curls can be stringy where there's just a few strands of hair, like maybe 30 strands of hair in a curl versus 200 strands of hair where it's a nice thick curl. And a lot of people are trying to get better clumps, which means when your hair is wet, it clumps together into those curls. And you have to coax those to happen. Um, I know for me, I've found that if I over scrunch or if I put too much water versus like more of my products, then I get stringy hair. So it's all going to be about what your process is because a lot of people are the opposite. They need more water in their process. They put in their products and then they add more water like super soaker method. And some people need to squish a lot more. And I've I've tried it a lot of different ways. Um, in fact, the last time I washed it, I decided to try scrunching more again because I haven't scrunched a lot. And my hair looks fine, but it definitely is more broken up. Those clumps are a lot smaller. So application is going to be important. But you want to do things one at a time. You want to try changing out one product 
or changing one way of doing something and you want to do it with a goal so if your goal is to reduce frizz you're going to try one thing maybe two and say would this reduce frizz if you're like using a diffuser maybe diffuse the whole time or only half the time to see if that changes frizz maybe um, if you get frizz halfway through like if you notice the frizz when you're scrunching maybe you don't scrunch as much or maybe you add in more of your product to see if that will change anything and if you get a lotiony where it feels really weighed down by product after maybe you add more water the next time and you don't and you reduce it and I would encourage you especially if you're starting to feel like you messed something up and you're not sure what ha go back to that best routine you have to date and keep and if for some reason your routine starts failing you now it might be time to change out a product or to change you know some of the ingredients because what happened to me and I think this is pretty common is I had a routine that was decent and my hair started looking a lot better and then it started falling which means that the curls weren't as defined it was a lot flatter it was frizzier um, and it was the same routine and so right away I thought you know I've been adding a lot of moisture to my hair I don't really have much protein in my routine and I knew at some point I would have to balance them out and so that's the time to start thinking about what is my hair not loving about this routine that might be affecting it and for me the biggest things were I needed more protein and I needed no coconut. I had some coconut in the routine and that just was a big trigger for my hair to get frizzy. So the protein helped get my curls more defined. Protein's going to strengthen your hair and give it more of a like a stronger and shinier look. Um, so if it's over moisturized it'll look limp and kind of too soft and still frizzy. And then if you put too much protein in your hair um, it will actually get really dry and it can break and um, you don't want to do that either and that can be pro over protein is more dangerous than over moisturizing over moisturizing is easier to come back from whereas protein can cause it to break and can cause some damage that's hard to reverse so mo that's why with curly girl a lot of times the issue is your hair is too dry anyways so people tend to focus on mo moisture first but at some point, you may need to add some protein because a lot of hair needs protein to stay strong. And some some hair is very protein sensitive and just doesn't really need any. Um, two of my kids don't. I don't really put protein in their hair because um, it just makes it like you can feel it get too. Uh, it almost feels like dry and and stiff underwater. It's it's not dramatic, but you'll it doesn't feel soft. You you want your hair to feel almost like seaweed when it's wet and full of conditioner like really smooth and squishy and silky yeah so with with your product changes you may need to change if you've been doing a routine and it was working and then it stops working that's why it's nice to have a best routine to go back to because if for some reason that best routine stops working then either you're in the middle of transition and so maybe it worked at first because your hair was getting a little better and then it went into kind of a shell shock mode and so now it's getting worse or it was working for a while and now your hair is changing because you've finally gotten it to a place where it retains moisture and for both me and my kids getting our hair to a place where it retains moisture was a big deal because the hair will just basically soak up the products for us and I, not all hair is the same way but if your hair especially if it's um, a high porosity which it just absorbs products faster then it's going to soak up those products and still seem kind of dry because it just needs more moisture. For my son, his hair is high porosity, so he's, his hair constantly uses tons of moisturizing 
um, leave-ins and I, I, I layer when his hair is soaking wet I layer a leave-in and then an oil and then a curl cream and then another oil and you would not believe how much product I put in this boy's hair and it just soaks in creates this nice soft healthy beautiful hair for my hair my hair was high porosity because of the bleach damage and so now that it's less damaged, I'm finding that I actually have low porosity hair, I believe, which means that I need heat to help moisturize it. So when I put in my masks, I apply heat, like I'll go in the sauna or I'll turn on the diffuser. And so you're working to understand what your hair is doing at this point. And just be patient. Um, you want to consider what one goal at a time. You know, are you going for less frizz? Are you going for more definition? Change one product or application technique at a time. Try to keep track in your mind. It, it's not something, I didn't even write it down. I don't think it's super hard to keep track of it in your head if you think about, if you kind of discard almost all the information except for the one routine that's done the best for you. Um, that can kind of help. Um, oh, a really important thing is to buy products from places you can return them. Walmart's a really easy place to return products that don't work. Target's a really, really easy place. Most places are pretty decent if you have a receipt, but like I, like a fool, I bought a mask I thought I was going to really like because it was really similar to the one I use, and I bought it from Sally's, and I got home, I, you know, kind of lost the receipt. When I, it was time, when I was done with the mask I was using, I went ahead and tried this one, and I hated it. Like, it just wasn't, it was very similar ingredients. It just did not work the same and it surprised me because I just really thought it was going to I, sometimes you get these idealized views of products and like I said you're always looking for that holy grail and it's it can get really addictive buying the products and so anyways it didn't work for me and I went to take it back and they're like oh we can't return products without a receipt at all like they they couldn't swap it out for anything they couldn't give me a store refund like nothing that surprised me because most places will return it and just switch it for something else or give you store credit. But you will want to hang on to your receipts if it's from places like that. Um, I tend to buy my products more from places where I know I can return it just because I'm really bad with receipts. And right when I think, like, oh, I'll just keep it with the product, it's gone. Oh, I'll just keep it in my wallet. No, it falls out and gets thrown away. Some, something's going to happen to these receipts. They're just, I can't keep track of them. But, yeah, um, don't be afraid to try new products. Just also keep it so that you can take it back if you need to or you'll end up spending possibly more money than you need to on this because sometimes you'll try something and you're like oh no 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 that made it way worse <laughs> and so when you when that happens you don't want to have a whole bottle of whatever just made it way worse because chances are you're never going to want to go back to it now your original routine that was working I encourage you to keep that because what you might find is that you only needed to do one protein treatment and now you can go back to your original routine and just know that like once every few weeks or once a week you do a treatment. And there's different ways to do protein. You can the easiest way if you don't think you're if you think you need just a little bit of protein, like if your hair is starting to fall a little bit flat, you can add a mask or add a co-wash that has protein. So I use Not Your Mother's um, Naturals for my co-wash. And that does not have any protein or coconut in it. So I know that that's really moisturizing, but then I balance that out with a Shea Moisture um, High Porosity Moisture Correct Mask. And that one has protein in it, but it also has moisture and it's very heavy. My hair for some reason just loves it. Um, I don't get nearly as good of clumps if I don't use it. 
And I use it as a leave-in with the Not Your Mother's. And then my gel also has um, protein. And then about every few weeks, I do a moisture, or at least I have been doing a moisture and um, protein uh, mask that I made up. Um, I'm waiting to see how it does because my hair hates oil. But I don't know another way to make it moisturizing enough. And so I put Jamaican and castor oil into my mask. And it takes like two co-washes before it's back to normal. Like it just looks, uh, I don't know, like it just doesn't look as good when there's oil in it. And you can tell even after I co-wash out my mask, because I definitely wash it out after it's been in for about 30 minutes to an hour. After I co-wash, and I even washed it twice this time, and it still took not only twice that day, but then the next day of washing it before it started to look normal. So I've got to play around with the oil a little bit for my hair, and that's an example where I'm like, this is good, but it could probably be better, and I think it's the oil causing this. And so it's good to know, get to know your hair. And again, it's going to seem overwhelming as you start to change things, but you can do it. Just stick with it. Keep it as simple as you can um, and try to keep track of that. Another thing that you can work on is changing from lighter to heavier products. Sometimes if your products are either, if your hair is like fluffy, it might you might need a heavier product. For me, um, if I don't use that Shea Moisture Mask, my hair gets a little fluffier or a little less defined. Like I can, I can tone down the fluffiness with the gel, but then I get like more stringy curls and it just doesn't look as nice as when I use that le that heavy leave-in. Um, for some people it's opposite, like with my daughter, if I use a heavy leave-in for her, then her curls get like lotiony and like weighed down and um, so she needs a little bit lighter products. And then, like I said, your hair is going to change, so be prepared for things to shift. For my kids, their hair has changed at least three times, and this was while we were doing Curly Girl the whole time. Like, for all of them, I've kept them on safe products since they were little, and I didn't even know it. I just knew that those were products that were good for their hair. We really liked the Shea Moisture lines, and all the ones we were using were safe. And so even using the safe products since the time they were born, their hair started out soft and black. Everything fell out. They're pretty much bald. Then it grew in blonde and coarse. They got a hair curl pattern. I'd figure out how to deal with that curl pattern. And then for some reason it would change again where their hair needed one thing. And, and it probably was more moisture. Like they would get um, retaining moisture and then need something different. And so um, I'm actually still trying to figure out my daughter's hair. Her hair changed recently and I'm having more trouble getting the frizz around her scalp to tone to, to to be more defined curls and so I've been messing around with a lot of diff different techniques um, changed the products a few times but uh, I, I think I know the products her hair likes I just can't quite figure out what would be best for the application and how much and there's a lot of options like I said so we have things that help but then I want to get the best you know and so I'm still working on figuring that out so um the boys are easier their hair for whatever reason maybe because it's shorter it just curls up with us long girls our hair our curls can go all wonky and look crazy and then the next day they can look great so I really love a diffuser too so that's another thing to try is if you are using a diffuser 
and it, you get a lot of frizz. Sometimes uh, switching to not using the diffuser is better in air drying. If you're not using a diffuser and you're not getting a lot of definition or it's taking too long to dry, then a diffuser might be a good option. But just make sure you're turning off the diffuser between times of using it. And another time when the it may or may not work for you is plopping. Um, plopping is where you're tying your hair up in a t-shirt, like a soft cotton t-shirt. I like the really soft, stretchy ones. And the reason you use a t-shirt is because it's that knit material and it doesn't absorb as much moisture. Towels tend to absorb too much moisture. And so when you're tying your hair up, you're absorbing some of that moisture. Um, and for me, that's really important because my hair tends to do better when there's less water in it. For some people, they need more water, so doing the plop just gives them a bunch of frizz because they needed more water. And that's something I'm thinking about cutting out of my daughter's routine. I kind of do her routine like mine, and as I'm talking, it's kind of occurring to me that her hair tends to like water. And so I may be pulling too much of the moisture out. And so that's another thing that you can think about is, would it be better to go from really wet with products to diffusing? Or do you want to do plopping? Or no diffusing, maybe it just air dries. Anyways, lots to think about, lots to talk about. <laughs> not talk about. So lots to think about and try not to get too discouraged with the process. Hang in there. Ask people who've been doing it if you need help. But again, the biggest advice I can give you is patience, time, and keep taking those um, progress pictures because you will be surprised at the changes. Um, Alright, well, signing off until next time.